serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday (laughs) on a rainy day in the Valley. I'm Gatos. Chad's off. He'll be back tomorrow hanging out with Barry Markson. He's a lawyer. What's up, Bear? (laughs) What's going on, Gatos? Hey, Becky Lynn, how are you today? I'm good. Great, 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 great. It's Tuesday, not Monday. I didn't say Monday. It's not Monday. I know. I said it's a not Monday. She's just excited. Yeah. Oh, we're almost halfway there. That's what makes Tuesday great. It's not Monday. Uh, We've got a really interesting survey we're going to talk about. Because in uh, this day and age, I don't know if you can say we're post-COVID. Who the heck knows? I feel we're post-COVID. In the... uh, in, in the place of office, your business. Barry, you work at a firm. I do. Obviously, I'm here at the radio station. We've got a lot of people that work here. Um, but it's very interesting. 73% of Phoenix bosses. You're a manager. You're an executive. You're a boss. You're in Phoenix. 73% of them want their employees to return to the office. Yeah. It, it's a uh, we're dealing with this in my firm as well. Uh, a lot of folks, uh, is, despite what we learned, which I think a lot of people working well at home, productive at home. A lot of people saying, I'm working more. I don't have to waste time in my commute. Some people don't waste time even taking a shower. And, uh, right. but, but they're, but they're really enjoying the, the flexibility of it. But the people, the worker, you know, the, the businesses, they're saying, Hey, we want our people back in the office. Maybe not just for productivity, Gatos, but for being together, being collaborative, learning from each other. Just, you know, having people in the office can be more efficient. Uh, and companies want you back. No question about it. Here's the, here's the problem though. Half the workers say, okay, you want me back? I'm quitting. Yeah. It's a it's an absolute problem. It's we, a huge problem. We had this in my firm. We came back uh, quite a while ago, and we the firm said, "Hey, we want everybody back." So we started slow. We said, "Look, you can come back part time, not part time, like three days in the week, uh, three days in the office, two days off, whatever." But there were some people who coming out of COVID just said, "Yeah, I don't want to do that. I like working from home," and we just separated from them. Yeah, they they quit because they did not want to come back in. I mean, I, you may like it, but are you getting? You know, you might think you're getting this much work done, but I'm kind of with you. How do you be, how do you brainstorm? How do you be collaborative? How do you go into a setting? I mean, for me, I got to talk to people. Uh, you know, if, if, like when we prepare this show, you know, we're here, we're, we're in the office, we talk about it. Um, there are a lot of emails sent beforehand. You can get a lot of work done that way. But when it really comes to working something out, whether you're doing a presentation, I don't know. For me, and I think a lot of these bosses, they're saying, no, it works better if you're in the office. We can we can hit each other with ideas. Here's the problem, though. People don't want to work with anyone else anymore. They yeah. don't want to work together. They want to. And part of me gets it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Part of me gets it because you want to just do your job. You don't want to be bothered. You don't want to be managed. You don't want somebody yeah. checking in. on. Oh, is he is he still out to lunch? People don't want that. But Doesn't it all come down to what the boss says? The 73% of people uh, who run companies in the Valley want you back in the office. I guess you have a choice. You either quit your job or you go back into the office. But the here's the other thing. There are plenty of jobs out there. Yeah, there's a ton of jobs out there. We just saw this report uh, out today. 4.4 million uh, Americans quit their jobs in February. Right. And and Gatos, they quit their jobs because it's easy to find another job. They just move to another job. So you absolutely have people who are saying, I'm not coming back in the office if that's a requirement. I've got this guy down the street here. We just had this in our office. Someone was offered a job last week working 100% from home. Our office doesn't allow that. It's going to be an issue for us. I mean, these are things that's that's now attractive. What's the pay? How much vacation time? What are the benefits? Can I work from home? Yeah. And and it's this isn't going away. Uh, but but there's something else though. It's like if 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 you quit your job 
because you were told you can't work from home. All right, you can go out and find another job. Right. All right, so then you lose that employee. But can't that company say, there's so many people looking for jobs, we should be able to fill this. Well, but the, the thing is, there's way more jobs open than there are people looking for them. So uh, as an employer, I mean, I'll just tell you, it's a struggle right now to find to find anybody, let alone to find somebody good. Okay. And and it's in all professions. It's across the board. So it's time to kiss the people's butts. Yeah. You if have you're to, a CEO, if you're a boss, and you want people to work for you, it's time to, it's time to kiss, kiss their rear. If, if you're willing to provide some flexibility where people can work from home at least part of the time, yeah. you're going, number one, you're going to attract good people from other companies that aren't offering any flexibility. And number two, you're more likely, I think, to keep, to retain your current good employees. It's interesting because, you know, like with Facebook and Google and they wanted millennials to work for them, and they said, come come work for us. You get free food. Yeah. We'll put a ping pong table up. Oh, you want a shower? Here's a shower at oh, there's work. A, there's a gym. There's I went a gym. To, I right. went to Google. I took a tour of Google a couple of years ago, and it's really not all that impressive. You get up there thinking it's going to be like a, like That's a what you think. fantasy land, but it's like an office park. Okay. But, but as you start going around, they have restaurants all throughout the park. It's and all that's, free. That's what they, they wanted. They that's food. what the millennial wanted. And now, yep. all these years later... With COVID being here for two years and you figuring out how to do your job from home, now the boss has to say, okay, it's not the free food that they want. Yeah. It's not the, what would you call it, like a park atmosphere? It's oh, almost, they, had, they had dry cleaning. They had a gym. Yeah. They had everything you need. That's they, not what people want now. They, what they want to yeah. do is sit at home in their bathrobe and do their job. Yeah, that's absolutely right. They showed us a parking lot, by the way, where people rented like a U-Haul and just threw a mattress in the back and slept there because everything else they needed oh my was available to them for free at the office. Everything. I need my own throne. It's, I mean, laundry, there's everything. No, there's no toilet there. But, I need my own personal <laughs> white toilet bowl, right? Yeah, in, the, in the Google Place, I'll bet the bathrooms and the showers were something to behold. That's true. Yeah. Everything sure was nice. nice. I don't, so, I don't, you know what? Every company all the time is doing surveys and questions and you, you, what is it? What do you want? What would make our culture great? How right. do we keep employees happy? Guess what? They know now. They do. They literally know what would make them the happiest. And if that's really what they want to keep the people happy, then, yeah, yeah, they're going to need to pivot here big time and just stop this. I I try and put it like in in my head, what would I do? But I have a very interesting job. I get to work from home part time. And then I get to come to the radio station part time. I'll I'll be perfectly clear i've told the guys i don't want to be here for eight or ten hours no but you're i don't you're, like it i just don't like it you're at home and you're in the office it's still every day it's right. a hybrid. So you are still making the drive and every I day it. i have no problem with but it but you know there are radio shows where people are on one coast and the other sure. person oh, yeah. is on the other so yeah, it sure. is i mean you know you were talking it's about that collab thing. and it does happen i guess they just do it via zoom or well you know. i can understand why people want to do their work from home I get most of my work done from home. And then I come here and everybody pesters me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, it's hard to get work done here. There's people that are, you know, I need this, I need this. So I do like to work from home. So I understand that part of it. The other part is I could never sit at home and just and never come in. Yeah. I have to you, get up. I've got to take a shower. I've got to get in the car. And I've got to come to work. I've got to be in a place of work. Yeah. So I kind of have the best of you both do. worlds. You have a great balance. Uh, but I'll tell you, this is the other side of this where businesses are saying, we want you back in the office. It's not just selfishness or old school. There, there's a, especially, I'll give you an example. As a law firm, we have young lawyers that gonna, they learn just being around more experienced lawyers. See, just can, being down the hall. Right. If you're working out of your house, you're not getting so much of that. Even no. if we try, you're just not going to get it. I used to say I learned so much just through osmosis, just because I was in the office around other lawyers. And 
and you're that, a sponge. As, uh, yeah, and it's not just it's not just lawyers; it's any business. So you miss that, and you know, yes, can somebody come in and do these tasks from home and accomplish them? Yes, but are they improving? Are they getting better? Are they preparing themselves for a career? Yeah, that, that's where that gets lost. Just because it's convenient and you can work from home and you think you can get right. most of your stuff done, is it really the best move? Seventy-three percent of bosses in Phoenix say no. Get back to work yeah. here, and I get it. I totally get that. I, think I really some, do. I just think there needs to be some flexibility. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Why, why can't it be? If somebody wants to work yes. from home two days a week, why shouldn't that be okay? Yeah. Why, why can't, or one day a week, why can't we find a way to say, look, we need you in the office three days a week because we want you here. We want you to learn things. We want you to be a part of us. But we get it. Have some flexibility. You pick the days and you work from home. People I, like being with their kids. People yeah. like being able to go pick their kids up. Uh, I you know you know what I used to do I loved it the most when I worked from home is I'd, I'd be on a, on a conference call or a call and I'd walk around with my cell phone on speaker right. and I'd clean my house yes and I could do I was totally multitasking, multitasking. Yeah, and but I was how good are you both. if you're multitasking I'm, I'm incredible I know you think you no, are I, well I can clean a floor and listen to a phone call <laughs> at the same time that I can do yeah that I can right now I'm I'm uh, I'm editing a document while I'm on the air with you Gato so I'm multitasking but that's why you're I'm not kidding. having a good show yet <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> all right so seventy three percent of Phoenix bosses want their employees to return to the office, half of the workers say, I'll quit. That is a tough one. All right, coming up next, hey, your kid's classroom right here in the Valley doesn't have any walls. What? No walls. Uh, Trump would hate this uh, classroom. (laughs) (laughs) Experts say they'll learn better that way. All right, we're going to figure this one out. No walls in the classroom? Uh, That's up next on the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, thank you to Brittany Nyhart of Phoenix. She won $100 as part of our 100 Days of Giving. As we we say thanks for allowing us to be the trusted voice of the Valley for 100 years. Not only did she win $100, but we are also sending $100 to Love Pup, which was the charity of her choice. For your chance to win $100 for you, and a charity text 100 to 411923. That's 100 to 411923. All right. Um, let's talk a little education. Really interesting story. What if I were to tell you that, I don't know, next year your kid is going to be in a class with, uh, well, I mean, class sizes are about, you can go from 30 to 50. Are they as high as 50 normally? No, I mean, you can hear, I hear some of yeah. it. Probably 30 is a pretty good number. 35, yeah. What if I said your kid's next classroom is going to have 120 kids in it? Oh, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about 30. Well, maybe 120 actually is better. Why? Than 30. All right. I heard this story today on KTAR. Joining us, uh, one of our great reporters, Griselda Zatino. She's been working this story. Uh, Griselda, uh, I really liked your story. I want you to explain it to everybody who's listening. So there's a new way to teach. Um, and it is a classroom with no walls, 120 kids in there. Uh, why? Tell, explain it first, and then we'll go into parents like this, okay? Right. So it sounds a bit different. <laughs> um, it sounds like a completely different concept. So what um, the Kyrene uh, School District is doing is they're, they're trying out this pilot program where the walls of six classrooms have been torn down. So you can imagine this big, large, open space where students have workspaces. So they do get to split up into workspaces that they rotate throughout the day to cover different subjects like math, reading, science. Um, and uh, these workspaces 
houses are usually smaller um, and they split them up based on where they are academically. Um, so it could be mixed grades. It could be fourth grade and fifth graders together. Um, and so, yeah, so they rotate uh, throughout the day and they have a number of teachers in inside these classrooms. So it's not just one teacher. It's a it's a team of teachers um, up to eight different teachers wow. and assistants that um, that are, are inside this room um, every day. And the and the the kids are taught based on their skill level or knowledge level on each particular subject. Right. So the teachers, um, they you know they look at the student, they determine. Okay, you know even though this the student you know is in fourth grade, they're they're able to do math at a fifth grade level, for example. So they'll be mixed in with fifth graders. Um, so they really try to focus on where students are academically. And and how how are they all able to teach in one open room with no walls without you know hearing each other and yeah. You know, yeah, I actually got to go inside uh, one of the, well, the, the two learning centers. They don't call them classrooms; they call them learning centers. So I got to go inside, and and it is pretty loud. It is. <laughs> it is pretty loud. I can see how you know it could easily be distracting for students, but the teachers do a really good job of keeping students engaged. And and the, the cool thing too is that they have all this you know state of the art technology. They have um, furniture that's colorful, that's that that's on wheels. They have tables that move around easily, so they're able to kind of create this learning space for students that kind of keep them you know in a group um, and you know but it, it can get distracting but the teachers do a really good job of keeping students together. Uh, Griselda Cedino our great reporter she's out in the newsroom and uh, I heard the story earlier today said we got to talk about this there's classrooms in the valley no walls you got 120 kids and you've got probably eight teachers you know the one thing I don't I you know I did the math here quickly I apologize I probably did it wrong I should have the wise man do it <laughs> but if you have 120 kids and eight teachers that's 15 kids per teacher right right yeah that's actually way but better some, than what we're what we're doing but some are assistant teacher assistants they're not all teachers it's still right. 15 kids though yeah. Yeah, so it's, so it's three certified teachers, okay. um, a few that are college students studying to become teachers, but they've, um, you know, they, they, the district has, uh, you know, has looked at them and determined that they are capable of, of carrying the classroom. And then the others are either, you know, they're, they're, they're calling them assistants, but they're, some of them that I, I met there were retired teachers. So they're, you know, they're not just someone that they right. grab from the street. It's someone that has teaching experience. But, but why are they trying to reinvent the wheel here? I mean, you put a classroom together, you've got a certain number of students, you've got a teacher, you go to work so why are they trying something new like this and the answer i got from that is that they're really trying to personalize the learning experience for students um so they're finding that this is actually working for a lot of students because they're able to meet them where they are academically they're able to mix them up with other students with multiple teachers they have a team of teachers working with them so it's it's a very different education uh, learning concept that you know, according to the district, it seems to be working. Hmm. And uh, uh, Griselda Satino is with us here from the newsroom. Uh, what what district is doing this? Uh, the Kyrene School District okay. in Tempe. I mean, I'll tell you, I, we had this, Gatos, when my kids were young and we were picking a school in our, where we live, and there was a school that did something very similar to this, and then another one that was more of a traditional school with little uniforms. Sure. And, uh, and what now we'd see some of the charter schools like that. We picked a traditional school because we wanted that for our kids, but I just love that there are different options, that parents can choose what they think is best for their kids or for their families. Family, and those options are available. And frankly, the question is, is there demand? Are people showing up? Mm-hmm. How, how is the demand for this, Griselda? Yeah, so the demand seems to be pretty good. Um, so they, they started out last year, but because of the pandemic, 
kind of threw a wrench yeah. at the plans. And now um, they're, you know, this school year has been the first one that they've really tried it out. And, and, and so far, the parents are loving it. Um, the school usually goes up to, it's, it, it used to be a K through fifth, uh, from what I remember. Then they expanded it to K through six. And then over the next few years, they want to expand it to K through eight because parents, you know, that have the kids right now in sixth or seventh grade said, we want this we want to continue for our kids. Well, so we want them to, to, to be in this next school year. Um, so the school will have this implemented campus wide, um, starting next school year. Um, and then they'll add grades, um, yeah. over the next few years so as that's, well. That's what should drive it. If it works and parents like it and there's mm-hmm. people lining up to go, we'll then, see what the then results keep going. Are and you know what? Do another school if it's, if yeah. it's in high demand. And if not, it'll, it'll go away. That's Griselda, good story. Thanks. Thank you guys. Griselda's a Thanks, Griselda. KTAR news. So yeah, I mean, if there's demand for it, I would like to see some studies done and why they're doing it. I know Griselda told us. Also, you know, our, our test score is going to go yeah. up. Uh, is Do the teachers feel that they're getting through to more kids this way? This, to me, is what uh, is one of the things Arizona actually does do well is, is school choice, Gatos. I mean, the fact that you can go not just to the school in your neighborhood, not even to just your district. You can go to other districts around town. You can go to a charter school. Uh, school districts, the ones that I think are going to be successful are the ones that are going to say, we're going to offer different options for different kids and different families. And then if something's really successful, they should make another one, open another one. So if you open a charter school and there's a 200-kid waiting list like there was when my kids went, right. they should open another charter, another uh, uh, traditional school. And when they don't, that's when I get confused because they, they're not, that's what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to create choice. It's supposed to create competition. Need teachers to hire. Uh, well, but it's supposed to create competition and mm. it's supposed to create better schools that we're doing a better job of teaching our kids and we're getting better outcomes. That's what we should be searching for, not trying to pigeonhole every kid into the same learning environment. Yeah. All right. Coming up next. Why is Arizona and 20 other states suing the president? It's Joe Biden, by the way. Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, the big question is, uh, when are we going to get rid of masks on planes, a bus? When can you walk into Sky Harbor Airport and not have to put the mask on your face? Ubers. Uh, Uber. Can't okay, I've been in an Uber in a bit. Are you? No, uh, not not for a while. Yeah, yeah right now you still have to wear a transportation still have to wear a mask in an uber or lyft well arizona is doing something about that we're suing biden oh for more on this story he's working <laughs> it uh, exclusively for us alex stone abc news all right alex arizona and uh, about 19 or, or 20 other states they're suing biden and they're saying drop the masks on planes yeah, so this is being led by Florida and Governor DeSantis, the uh, the filing actually being made in Florida. And I mean, no surprise that DeSantis, uh, like uh, Ducey, against mask mandates in general, right. uh, including on planes. And uh, he says they're COVID theater. So today he made the announcement he's leading the effort. 21 states in general, conservative-run states, trying to get the, the courts to knock down the federal rule of masks on board planes and airports, taxis, buses, Uber that uh, these states are saying, yeah, time to do it. It's not something that's grounded in any science because if you have somebody sitting in the window seat and they're nibbling on peanuts for two and a half hours, they can have their mask down. You have the person in the middle seat uh, that is not eating. If they just wanted to read a magazine without the mask, then somehow that would be a big problem. And it's turned the airlines into having to police this. So he and the uh, Attorney General of Florida, in their filing, they're arguing that the president and the CDC 
do not have the authority and have never had the authority to require masks on planes, that it goes against their state law, your state law, banning mask mandates, saying that uh, that it's unconstitutional. And then Florida's AG saying today... CDC and the federal government and the Biden administration never had the power to issue this order originally. She says this was a, a federal power grab, saying, look, political elite celebrities, they can go to the Super Bowl without a mask while you're making us put it on when you go into an airport and... That most states uh, have gotten rid of them now. So, couple of things here. One being that the uh, the courts have turned down all efforts up until now. There have been numerous efforts to get the mask mandate on planes knocked down, and the courts have said no. Even the Supreme Court right. refused to get involved in it. So, will this one be any different? Uh, who knows? The other thing is the timing of this. A lot yeah. of people are saying, if you really wanted to make a change, why didn't you do it a year and three months ago? When uh, it was put into place before that, the the airlines were doing it on their own. But then uh, when Biden got in, it became a mandate uh, that now we're probably a couple of weeks away from it going away on its own. Uh, They extended it for one month in the middle of March. It will naturally expire in the middle of April unless they extend it. And the signs are it will probably be going away. The airlines want it to go away. The the states have shown that, that they no longer have a need for mask mandates on the state level. CDC has said that they're beginning to, to move in that way. So is this really uh, Democrats and Republicans like to make headlines and then say, look at the impact that we had, that we pushed them to do this? Is it going to go away anyway? Maybe or maybe they will have to fight it in court, but it could be a moot point in the end if the federal government says, you know what, middle of April, going away. All right, Alex Stone, ABC News, you're the man. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, so why isn't it just as simple as this? We hardly have any cases. Take the mask off. Yeah. Why does it have to be so difficult? I mean, why? I I understand that if you you know if you don't fight it now, and Arizona's suing, they want it they want it done. Uh, they want the the, the mask off. Yeah. If you don't fight it now, it's going to stay that way forever. I really, first of all, it shouldn't stay that way forever. Biden administration, the CDC, they should look at the numbers and they should say, you know what, yeah. we don't need to do this now. Well, they, and they are doing that, Gatos. I mean, that, that's why last month they only extended the deadline for one month while they were they were still observing it. Last month the airlines weren't asking for them to take it off yet. The flight attendants weren't. That's all changed, right? You know, these states suing. There's 20 states suing. Everyone of them is Republican. Every one of these Republican attorney generals, they just love suing Biden. Sure, it, it's the best thing they can do. They think for their own press. It's like when it's, the Democrats all sued Trump. Yeah, it's silly. Happens all this time. The, the silliness. States, the states have no. Not, they have nothing going on here. This is national uh, aviation law. This whole thing is ridiculous. It's just yeah. yet another popular thing they can sue for. But bottom line is, it's set to expire April 18th. Dollar, I'm going to bet you right now, it's going to be. they're going to let it expire. They might jump on it even a little bit early. Who knows? But you're right. It's done. The numbers are way down. People who are getting COVID now aren't getting a sick. It's still dangerous. People can still die. But it's like the flu now And we, as far as the outcomes. Right. Let's get rid of it. I, I mean, agree. It's I'll, the only place in the world we still wear masks. When I, uh, you're right. When I got on a plane, for the first time during COVID, it was 2020, and uh, everybody wore a mask. I totally understand it, even though some people didn't really want to wear it, and they were wearing it wrong, and they really didn't care if they were infecting people. Okay, I get the mask mandate. I totally get it. We're walking through the airport. It's 2020. Yeah, I get it. All right, but after you get the vaccine or you, you decide not to or what have you, I know for me, I can protect myself. Now I can protect myself. It's not 2020. I don't need the person sitting next to me to protect me anymore. That person wants to wear a mask or doesn't. I don't give a crap anymore. I know that I've got a vaccine that works. And if I do get COVID, it's going to be kind of a breeze. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what the vaccine is for. Well, so I think it's definitely time. Take the masks off of the planes. Don't worry about it. Here's the problem, though, Barry. If things get bad again, and I really don't think they will, but who knows? We've been wrong about everything with COVID. How do you reinstate it? Well, it's it, airlines and the airports, it's easy because they just literally put the mandate back in and say you have to wear them. And that's People it. are going to be furious. Well, there's no question about it. But it, I don't think that's ever going to happen unless the numbers are getting really bad again and, you're, and they're kind of pushed into that uh, decision. Um, but the bottom line is there a lot of what you've said and what Alex said is right on. People are going to basketball games. There's 20,000 people at that. They're not people wearing are, a mask. People at the Cardinals games are not wearing masks. No. It, it's, at some point, this is silliness. And I will say the airlines have done a nice job of putting in filtration. And the, the air on the planes now is actually better than it's ever been. And a quick tip, Gatos. I, I've read this. I, I, I don't even know if this is true or not, but this is what I've been told. You know the little nozzle that gives you fresh air? You're supposed to turn it on. You turn it on. You have it blow right in front of your face. Yeah. So there's always fresh, clear. That's not recycled air. That's fresh air. Always fresh air blowing uh-huh. right in front of your nose. You're telling the germaphobe here, the uh, hypochondriac. You, I already know that. You man. know, <laughs> I already know that. You know that. All right. Coming up next, uh, should the 17 year old shooter at the outlet mall, remember that fiasco yes. last week? Should that kid, he's 17, should he be charged as an adult? Well, we got an attorney here. Where? Let's see you. you. We'll oh. see. This is not going, this first hour is not going well. <laughs> Can we delete this first hour from the podcast? Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. You know, it's always fun talking about what's going on in the world. Silly topics, serious topics, local stuff that, you know, we want to talk about. But, Barry, I know you're in for Chad. A couple weeks ago, I played a clip. And, uh, you know, we're situated here in the uh, Gatos and Chad uh, studios. It's, it's, it's a very impressive studio. Across the way is Becky Lynn. And sometimes when she hears us mouthing off at something, I can tell that she's fired up. <coughs> oh, I can yeah. tell that she's. So a couple weeks ago, I played a clip, and I'll play it again. Uh, because this, this person I'm going to play has since apologized. But when I played the clip, I saw Becky Lynn, like, take her. She, there were the sheets of paper. She threw them up in the air. No. And I'm like, oh, she's she, ticked. So you're just poking at her she's now? She's ticked. I think I just rolled my eyes really loudly. <laughs> Uh, remember when Kim Kardashian said this? I have the best advice for women in business. Get your up and work. Get your blank and butt up and work. And so, you know, she was trying to give advice to uh, women. And <laughs> I mean, listen, I, we can go you know into detail about it. Really, how did Kim Kardashian make her millions? How did she get mm. started? Please. <laughs> anyway, and it made you angry. It Becky did Lynn. because She's, of that very thing. How did she make her millions? Well, let's see. You start with one or two, mm. and then it's not <laughs> too hard to make two or three more. So, especially when you put a certain tape out, exactly, get, and yeah. that too. Well, yeah, yeah that's she's apologized. She did it. Right? She's apologized for saying that. Now, do you feel good now, Becky Lynn? Do you feel better? What's the apology? What uh, she say? Do you uh, have it? Uh, yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah, it wasn't a blanket statement towards women, or to feel like. I don't respect the work or think that they don't work hard. No, that's exactly what that's it was. exactly what she said. She said, you don't work hard. Get your rear end yeah, out of bed. Yeah, that's what she said. I know that they do. That so was taken out of context. Of course. It's always. Isn't that always <laughs> it? so, so it's great. taken out of context? I was hacked. That's not what uh, I said. Well, yeah, it was. What was the main thing that disappointed you when you heard that? First of all, I don't want Kim Kardashian lecturing people. No advice from no. Kim Kardashian. No, right. Exactly. No, it was seriously. It's just, I mean, they're a wealthy family to start with. Yeah. And, and it's just... 
to me, it's you start from a place of wealth and and uh, prestige, name and recognition, name rep- recognition, and networking. I mean, you've already got friends in high places. It's not if you've got a clothing line that you've made yeah. and you want to get it. Well, you know somebody that can open a door at Saks Fifth Avenue and get it in there. Yeah. I couldn't. No, if I was yeah. in fashion design, I would be going everywhere in well, town, tra- and you'd be peddling them on the street corner. I, I don't know, Be- I don't know, Becky Lynn. I, I don't think that they were that well known before the the se- the, the sex OJ date. trial. Yeah. No, well, that was that. Yeah, that was before. That yeah. was her dad. Her but dad I, was I, part of the OJ but trial. I didn't, know so. who, yeah. I didn't know who she was or who her mom. Well, she was, was just a kid when it was, was the TV well, show that really got okay. That happened, and right? exactly. And yeah. how do you think they got a television yeah. show, Barry? I ask you tomorrow. Go find someone and ask if you can put a real live with Barry Markson on national network television. They've offered that to me back. No, they have not. <laughs> sure, they have. <laughs> no, you know, but but what it was is she that it was the tape. The tape got out, and that's how she became known. She was hanging out with Paris Hilton. All that. You're right. She didn't do anything to get to get started and get where she's going. You're but, but, and, right. and the average woman is not going to put out that tape yes. in order to get wherever they want to go. It's just That's not true. happening. I Nobody th- wants it that bad. I, I think she's a smart woman. Can't be. You can't be dumb if you've got all these businesses that work. I get. I, I, I got to say that part. The other part is she. She's a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and she was born that way. She didn't do anything to. She's. She is. She is. Uh, I don't know. She's. It's hard to. It's hard to say. She. She was recognizable. Uh, you know, uh, it's like Pamela Anderson. Remember when Pamela Anderson got picked out of a? Uh, she was at a, a shot at a baseball a, game, a, a football, football game, game in Canada, that, and she just looks a little, di- you know. And so uh, uh, that's kind of Kim Part Kardashian. She had the name recognition, she had the looks, and then everything. Connections and connections. But 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 still she's managed it. Still got to work yes, it, and she's a right. smart you're lady. Right. That's true. But it's just that you get that extra step up to yeah. start, and then. It, Dolly Parton is a perfect example of not this. She went and clawed her way to right. the top, and luckily she's smart enough to also yeah. handle it. You know, I most like, people you know don't I get like that. Dolly Parton. Yes, I know you do. She, uh, is there she, anyone who doesn't? No, 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 no. There's a reason I like her. She founded uh, the Moderna vaccine. The Moderna vaccine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, she didn't <laughs> found it. You know, she didn't like discover it. She wasn't in a lab, no. but she did give money to Moderna. She found the people who were making it and gave, gave them money. Yeah, yep. a million bucks. I'm oozing Moderna right now. I, I got know. three solid shots in me <laughs> braggart i'm not bragging you could go get a shot today it's i not- just handed him a towel to wipe some off it was coming out of his ears it's fantastic all right i just wanted becky lynn to go nuts on i King know that was fun. i know i just ooh. becky lynn he made me do that that's fun that is fun all right coming up next hey more people have moved to maricopa county than uh, any other county uh, in the nation the number one reason why is going to surprise you stick around